Ripley's here, and welcome to the Spark Show, where we got comedy, news, and two forgettable digs. With Sparks, you've got tiny wrists. Pike hates French toast and your children. And you, the committee. Yo, what up, fucker? Subscribe now and become a committee member. Let's rock. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Morning there, Pike. How are you? I'll tell you what. I'm a bear this morning. Ooh. Okay. You know, you've seen the memes, but we don't have any fucking coffee. We're all out. Oh. It turns out. Oh. I don't know who. I don't know who used the last one, but there's two people living here, and it wasn't me. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, I don't have any coffee in my system. And so, yeah, you know, you know, you're going to have to deal with that today. It's a real drug, man. A real drug. Yeah, don't worry. I had a beer instead. It's fine. Okay. All right. You got to take the edge off somehow. (laughs) I get that. Yeah. Yeah. How are you? Dude, you know how vanilla I am? Yesterday for lunch, I had a Diet Coke. And I go, whoa, slow down there. All right. I don't want to get addicted (laughs) to caffeine now. (laughs) You're dancing oh, with the devil. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you what, that's other, how I thought. Yeah. Well, I had a Seven um, Eleven. You ever go there? Or is that just, I don't know. Yeah. But it's. Into one. If a nice cot. They only had, they never had like the medium sized slushy containers, which are still freaking huge. But so to get an iced coffee, I, I only got, had a large. I'm like, that is way too much coffee because. Picture like a big gulp of iced coffee. But I went ahead and got it anyway. Oh. Boy, if I didn't drink it all in like oh. 20 minutes. Golly. Oh. I started to get dizzy at work. I was like, you know where you, you have like this moment of dizziness or something and you're like, shit, I don't know what that was, but yeah. I feel like I need to like make somebody aware of it in case I go down. So like yeah. I had to walk out and find somebody and be like, hey, just in case like you find me in the hallway. <laughs> I'm like, here's what's going on. Because I had a I got dizzy gulp really. of coffee just 10 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's it or not. Uh, I don't know. Nothing else. Uh, do you know who uh, Lou Brutus is? He's like a night host, syndicated night yeah. host guy. Yeah. So uh, we were at this conference in Vegas, right? This radio conference in Vegas. And uh, I'm... I'm tired because you're doing the morning show. You're tired. It's like eight o'clock at night. You're like, I should be sleeping by now, but I'm at this conference, right? Trying to learn slash network and all this kind of stuff. So I go into the 7-Eleven. Actually, I think it was Dunkin' Donuts inside. This is inside what was then the Hard Rock. Now it's the Virgin, whatever. They just changed it. But I'm inside like the Hard Rock and I go in there and I'm looking for just something to eat slash drink. I look over and Lou Brutus is next to me. And I'm like, oh, hey, hey, I know who you are. You don't know who I am, but hi, right? He's like, oh, hey. I'm like, yeah, we used to run your show in Fargo. I, you know what I mean? I, I hear your stuff all the time because he's a nationally syndicated rock. He, like, gets all the interviews. Like, if I know you've yeah. heard of him, but, you know, if the committee 
has never heard of Lou Brutus. He like interviews every rock artist all the damn time. So I'm sitting there picking his brain and he takes his coffee, gets a large coffee from Dunkin' Donuts and he just opens the lid and just chugs the entire thing. <laughs> like he just, what? yeah, dude. Like he was just shotgunning a beer. It was a large coffee. He drinks it. He's like, all right, I'll see you later. And then leaves. And I couldn't, I couldn't like put two and two together. I wasn't sure. Did he, is this how he drinks coffee? Or was it just to get away from me? Like, <laughs> uh, well, he could have just walked away with, without he, drinking the you're coffee. Right. He could have just gone, oh, but I felt like he's like, no, I need to put a period and, and an exclamation point at the end of this the minor conversation well, yeah. I'm having. Well, yeah, because he had to go to the fucking emergency room. Dude. And how can you chug a coffee? Chugged it. Throwing and it was like scalding blister. hot. It was like steam coming off the top of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I fucking hate this guy so much. Ah! <laughs> well, I'm done with my coffee. I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> my throat's bleeding. I have to go. Sorry. What was your name again? <laughs> what a nut. Yeah, he starts bleeding from his mouth. That would have been hilarious. Yeah. Those coffees from places like that, they're so hot. They're too hot. It Ugh. takes an hour before you can drink it. Dude, took the lid off. It just... To the face. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Couldn't believe it. All right. Well, welcome to the show. It's a comedy finance show. We do every single day. We do a live over there. YouTube.com slash Sparks Radio. Hit the subscribe button if you can. Hit the thumbs up if you can as well. Really appreciate you hanging out here, telling a friend that whole deal. That right there is non-financial advisor at Pike Taylor Radio on all social media. No coffee. Bit of a bear today. Uh, that's his words, not mine. His words. Roar. You got myself on all social media at Sparks Radio. Make sure you go and you give me a follow. Not addicted to caffeine. Addicted to sugar, though. I will fully admit I love me some sweets. I cannot stop. I am an yeah. animal as well. Roar. Uh, we are not financial advisors. This is not a financial advice show. However, we're going to be going over some cool ass shit today, which I, I know, I know you're like, oh, you say that every show. But today, today's like actionable, real life something that you can use to make slash save yourself some cash, which is pretty exciting. So we'll talk about the time value of money coming on up here in a few minutes. But first, Pike. Let me ask you this. Yeah, sure. How many times a day do you consider <laughs> going for a run? I was going to go with killing someone, but I thought I didn't want to incriminate you. So I, I yeah, switched it at the intense. end. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, how many times a day do you think of killing someone? I, I, it's about four times for me. And it's all while driving. It's just like, I'm going to fucking murder this person. Fucking go. Right. It's a lot of that. It's a lot of, but I felt like yes. that might be a little too aggressive for this time of day. No, I do. Well, I do consider it mostly driving or at gas stations. What do you mean at gas stations? 
uh, people, just how they behave, you know, like taking too long to get coffee or they're standing by the lids and you're like, Hey, can I fucking get, can I get, can I get in here? Can I get a lid? I know you're just standing there not doing anything, but I got to get in there. Or I don't know. Somebody says like, Hey, I can help. Who's next in line. Who's next, which would be me. But then some other asshole walks up and takes it like that situation is yeah, worthy of you know that's uh, a real homicide? dick move though by the cashier it's like you know who's next don't put the fucking don't throw that ball into my court you you're the yeah you're the person in it's charge authority. right now yeah yeah you go hey you sir you're next the come on up boom got it <laughs> thank you for directing traffic okay you know your job sit there oh whoever's yeah. next uh let me see a fist fight happen in my store <laughs> You fucking you guys Jerry figure Springer. it out. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, yeah. okay, let's bring out whoever uh, cheated on this woman. Uh, come on out. Oh! It's like, you know who it is, Jerry. You booked yeah, the show. Just, you got to run down. Yeah. Your producers are yelling at you. Come on. You really are just, you're throwing a stake in a tiger pen. You know? Yeah. By the way, I can officially say I haven't been inside a gas station in maybe six years. I don't know what you're doing going into gas stations a lot. Like, what do you do? You don't need to go in there anymore. There's no, um, there's no reason. Do, well, for the coffee. Yeah, you do. Oh, so That's because right. of your addiction, yeah. you have to go in there. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy that deals me drugs is in there. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. His name is no, Mr. Coffee. That's your, <laughs> that's your dealer. Yeah. So I think about a few times a day. Okay. I think about running probably once a day. Yeah, that question sucks. I should have went with the murder one, like right off the bat. That's like, okay. Did you run this this morning though? Because you keep. Uh, no, I plan to afterward. I keep saying I'm going to, but yeah. no, I'm just gonna afterward. Okay. A nice, nice trot. Oh, a trot. Yeah. Very nice. Well, All right. Well, I am it. definitely finished, and I am tomorrow. I'm gonna think of a good. Oh wait, tomorrow's. Friday I'm Friday. finished. We don't do. Uh, let me ask you this on Friday. Okay, go ahead. Well, let me ask you this. Yeah, please, Pike. I'm dying to know this question. Is there a, a country song that you like? Your questions are better than mine, on average. I'll let you know. Um, Thank you. I like Willie Nelson. I think he's a fantastic songwriter. Really? Is that country? Yeah, I would call it country. Okay. I think Willie Nelson is a fantastic human and songwriter. And I, huh. I I never knew Willie Nelson was a good songwriter until the band Cake covered one of his songs. And I loved the song. Then I found out it was a cover. And I was like, oh, shit. Who did this originally? Then I found out it was Willie Nelson. And I was like, what the fuck? And then I started diving a little bit into Willie. No way. That was my gateway. Yeah. Look at that. I was just thinking called, yesterday. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, oh, go ahead. No. Well, somebody somebody had mentioned that you know you get all these rock bands uh, or country bands covering rock songs. Um, Do you? I don't know. No, you don't. No, actually, no. It was the other way. It was the other way. <laughs> uh, there's not enough country artists covering rock songs, but here you've thought of one, like Johnny Cash doing Nine Inch Nails. That was oh kind of the big no, one. No, 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 no. Cake covered Willie Nelson, <clears throat> not the other way around. That's what. That's what I'm saying. Oh, no, I'm not. 
I'm so no, confused. No, you're saying the opposite. With my God own damn, words. you need some coffee. Oof, this is going to be a rough episode. I got a math equation for this one. You got <laughs> Shit. <laughs> no, a rock band covered a country artist, but you're saying country artists yeah. need this. See, I don't consider Willie Nelson country, and I don't consider Johnny Cash country. I consider them folk music, which to my eyes and my ears, more importantly, is more tolerable than country. So it was country for the time, I guess. Yeah. But modern day country is the worst piece of shit I've ever heard in my entire life. (laughs) It's dumb, (laughs) fake accents for no reason. It's like this. It's like snow doing a Jamaican accent, even though he's in Canada and everyone's just going, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. It works. It's like, uh, these guys are from Ohio and I'm from Ohio and they are sitting there like, Went on down to the river, and you're like, "What the fuck, dude? You grew up down the street. What are you talking about? What? Are you- yeah. <laughs> Why do you have an accent when you sing? I don't get it. Because they're trying to sell records, dude. It's fake. It's yeah. contrived. It's awful. It's awful. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it is they grew up singing along to those songs, so that's just the singing voice they developed. There is that, like, you know. If I sing, it probably sounds like Tom DeLong. Well, it's like, why do you, why are you doing that? Like, I don't know. That's just how I've been singing. But Tom DeLong is not a Southern American. That'd be me going like, you know, I start. <clears throat> I grew up watching Crocodile Dundee, so all I'm talking about is that's an all north. This is a north. <laughs> like, what? What do you? Why do you say knife all weird? What? That's how I grew up listening to people how they say north. No, it doesn't work that way. <clears throat> God, I'm yelling a lot. In. Yeah, you're angry. Drink some more water. I know. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I'm all I'm up there. finished. What are you drinking? What are you drinking? That's water. Oh. Normally, I'm double fisting. As soon as I as soon as I wake up, it's water, coffee, water, coffee, chugging. I feel you. I feel you. Well, we'll get to the news that matters here, but uh, <clears throat> if you've enjoyed the show so far, thank you so much. If you want to get to uh, the best level possible, make sure you check out the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Sparks Radio. It's, uh, it's, it's fun, man. Plus, you get hooked up with a bunch. You, we're going to hook you up with three stickers, okay? You got the uh, member of the special committee sticker. Project Payhem sticker. This is when we put up massive public practical jokes around the country. We put up a billboard in Las Vegas. That was the first one. We're looking for 30 patrons. When we hit that goal, that's when we're going to do the next Project Payhem. And the cool thing is, is that we let anyone at the Project Payhem, anyone at the Project Payhem level on up gets to decide what we do as public practical jokes. I'm talking billboards. We're talking about skywriting planes. We're talking about TV commercials. We're talking about all kinds of fun stuff, right? But it costs money, so we're going to pool this money together from our Patreon, and then we're going to get funny, practical jokes out there for the sake of comedy. For the sake of, like, hey, man, we're always budgeting. We're always trying to save some cash or make some extra money. This is a way we can just pool the money together and do something really fun, and then that way you're a part of it. So check out the Patreon. It's really funny. We're at 20 patrons. We're trying to get up to 30. That's our goal. So once we hit 30, the next Project Pay Him level will commence. And God bless America. I can't wait for that to happen. Can't wait, Pike. It's going to be fun, dude. It's a dream. It is a dream. dream. Mm. 
I know Pike hasn't seen it, but Fight Club is what we're taking from Project Mayhem. We're calling this Project Payhem. So we're not lighting buildings on fire. We're just putting up funny practical jokes. So it should be fun. All right. Wouldn't that be a fun gag? <laughs> <laughs> just burn down a business. <laughs> Uh, there's gotcha. been enough of that a lot lately. Yeah, with all these riots happening over the last couple. Yeah, oh yeah. It's almost a year now, right? When when, when did George Floyd get murdered? When was he? Oh, I want to say it was like May, right? Okay, so it's coming up on a year. Something like that. <clears throat> yeah. I could Wild be wrong times, man. Wild but, times. Yeah. All right, here we go. Let's dive into it. This is uh, this is an important concept here. And I know what you're thinking. You're going to go, Jesus Christ, Sparks. My God, dial it back, bro. It's too early for this nonsense. It's called the time value of money. What does that mean, Pike? What does it mean to you when I say that? Time value of money. It's how much, how much valuable time are you spending with your money? Oh, so like snuggling with it. Yeah, having a sleepover, baseball games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ooh, taking it on a fishing trip. Yeah, really just trying Is that to connect. It? Uh, you, no, that's not it at all. But it sounds nice. It sounds very pleasant. It sounds like, hey man, withdraw your cash and just give it a birthday party for once in your goddamn life. You know, just really say, hey, I love you. I'm there for you. Send it some sweet texts out of the out of the blue. That'd be nice. God, he must be a hell of a husband. However, <clears throat> that's not it. Okay. I'm going to show you what the time value of money is. Ready? Now, don't be taken back because it's not as complicated as you think. Ready? And go. All right. Here's the formula. Oh, <laughs> oh you said don't be taken back. That's oh. a lot of letters. <laughs> I'm showing Mike a math, a math equation. At the begin, at the top of it. All right, this is the formula for the future value of money. Okay, this is what this is what nerds are calculating all the time, <clears throat> and it's really helpful. And I'll explain it here in a second. But it is an actual equation that you can run, and it really does help. And I'll show you how to do it, and I'll give you an example here coming up. So basically. Time value of money says, hey, man, money now, a dollar now is worth more than a dollar in the future. Okay. Oh. And we know that because of what, Pike? There's a word that starts with I. It's important. Inflation. Oh, God. Nailing it. Yeah. Inflation's a real thing. So inflation's going to make your dollar less in the future. So you need to find out what the value of that dollar is in the future because there's factors there's inflation there's also your value so if i say hey pike you want a hundred dollars today or do you want a hundred and one dollars next year oh that's an interesting question what do you want well nobody's ever asked me uh i would you know i gotta go with a hundred dollars today gotta go with a hundred dollars $101, not, uh, $1 not worth waiting a whole no. year for that extra, uh, get that $100, right? That's not an incentive at all. But if I said, hey, Pike, what if I offered you $150 in one year? You don't have to do anything. I'll just give you 150 bucks, or I'll give you $100 today. Hmm. 
I still like the thought of $100 today. Boy, I could have some fun. But it would be a nice surprise in a year because I'd forget about it. You forget? One day that would show up. Yeah. So give me that. Give me the second one. Give me the okay. right answer. Got it. All right. So $150 sounds pretty good. All right. So then if I said, hey, Pike, you want $100 today or $125 in a year? Yeah, I'm going to go with the money I would get now. Okay, so we found the time value of money. The time value of money is $150 for Pike. Do you see that? So we just found out how much your money is worth today rather than waiting around a year. Oh, okay. Okay, so we just found out Pike's time value of money. So that's this really simple... Simple, basic way of breaking it down. I'll show you how to do it. But essentially, what Pike was just calculating in his own brain, thoughts, and feelings was he's like, boy, okay, well, inflation is going to make that $1 a lot less. $50 would be, let's say, hmm, let's call it interest. Let's call it interest. And interest is the way you fight the time value of money because Time value of money states a dollar today is worth more than a dollar in 10 years because you can invest the money today and get a larger rate of return. You investing the money makes it you're, you're risking the money. Therefore, your return should be greater. Therefore, it should outpace inflation. This is a big fancy way of saying, hey, if I take the money now and I invest it, I should get more money in a year than I have more that va- inflation shouldn't be a factor because I invested it today. That's essentially what I'm just, I'm getting at, right? Okay, That's what yeah. time value of money is. So you have all these companies and you have all these people always trying to uh, calculate the time value of money. They do it personally every single day. They do it when they get paid, when they take a job, when they ask for a raise, when they invest their money. They're just doing it without even thinking about it. They're they're trying to get the time value of money in their brain. Whatever feels right to them. So let's dive into the equation because this will solidify it a little bit more. The time value of money formula is FV equals PV times parentheses one plus R close parentheses N, the exponent N, which sounds really complicated, but it's not. So FV just stands for future value. PV stands for present value. How much is it right now? That's your $100 example. Times one plus the rate of return. So that's like your interest rate. Okay, so that's like your $50, which is half. Okay. That's a 50% increase. So we're just going to say 0.5, which is 50%. Times the number of periods, which would be one. That's one year. That's your period. Well, that's an exponent. Yeah. Exponent of one. Does that make sense? So it would be future value of your $100 equals your $100 offer that I made you times 1.5. Because... 0.5 is the parenthesis to the exponent of one. 
So you okay. do the exponent first, right? Parentheses first, then exponents, then multiplication. To, uh times your present value equals your future value. So essentially we did that, right? That equals $150. So that's 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 how that's how we just calculated the future the formula of future value. And just I'm not being like a douche here and try to like pick apart your math problem, but just cuz I'm it's been 12 years since I've done a math problem. Yeah. <laughs> just exponent wouldn't that make it whatever that's 1.5 times itself one time, right? Yeah. 1.5 times okay wow this is a blast from the past i know yeah i know it's hard yeah it's hard but once by the way there's calculators online to do this so you don't have to physically go ahead and do this you can just oh. type in these oh, numbers good. yeah yeah they'll yeah. just ask you what's the fv what's the pv what's the r which is the rate of return you know your 0.5 your 50 percent rate of return sometimes it's five percent sometimes it's two percent and then you have the number of periods, which is your N. It'll be like three years. Here's a real life example. Okay. So they do this all the time. And this is, this is an awesome example to use it in real life because you're going to be like, oh shit, this is actually going to help me out. So here, I'll throw the equation back up on the screen. Okay. So you got, you go into a car dealership, you got $20,000 to spend on a car, Pike. Okay. Okay. That's like, let's say, you are okay, I'm going to get a, uh, they go, hey, dude, got a deal for you. We're going to give you $2,000 off this price right now, cash. You can walk out the door for $18,000. Or, here's a pretty sweet deal. We'll give you uh, 4%. You, it'll be like no money down now, 4% interest rate for, for 36 months. Uh, let's see. Oh, let me, th I'm, let me look at my example here because so it's like a 30, 36 month loan, 0% interest. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, you make monthly payments. The interest rate will be 4%. Okay, so there you go. So essentially, I'm just trying to look at an example of like what car dealerships try to push on you all the time. Yeah. So it's like 0% interest for 36 months. Uh, you make monthly payments and it'll be like a 4% interest rate. Okay, so there you go. So you got your 4% interest rate. They say, hey man, 0% interest for 36 months and it's still $18,000. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So you go, oh, Dude, shit. Is I don't tax need... title license included? or This is final price, just for the sake of simple math. So you got an eight, you got a $20,000 car. You have $18,000. You can walk out the door with a $2,000 discount. But they're going, hey, man, look, we'll have no percent, zero percent interest rate for three years, bro. Mm. And then after that, it's a super low interest rate of just 4%. So you don't have to pay the money. How much money do you are you going to be ending up spending if you take option B rather than option A? It's kind of tough to think. It, it is, yeah. And it depends if you're going to pay it off in three years or if you're going to bleed into the interest zone. Let's just yeah. find out because we can do the future val time value of money formula. This is where it comes in. Mm. 
And this is what I was doing when you came on here right before the show. I was like, oh, fuck, this is getting complicated. <laughs> but, but if I can do it at 8 a.m. after just waking up, you can do it, too. So essentially what you would do is you'd find out how much would this effing thing cost, right? So you already have the present value, which is $20,000. Yeah. Times one plus the rate of return, which is 4%. For the number of periods, it's a 4% interest rate, 30, 36 months is three years. So you got three years. Did the equation, it comes out to $19,230, bro. Okay, wow. Huh. So what's a better deal, 18000 now or $19,230? Well, eighteen thousand now. There you go. So that's, that's just, the ticket. Yeah, it's a, that's the ticket, man. So basically, the car dealership knows this, and they're trying to eke out every single dollar they can by making a deal look better than really what it is. So it's yeah. better, and dealerships do this all the time. So if you can arm yourself with this equation, this is just one example. If you can arm yourself with this equation, don't worry about the math. They have calculators online. You can just Google time value of money calculator and it'll bring up. A, there's a ton of them. I Googled it right before coming on here. But my point is this, that now that you have the knowledge, you can you can fight back, dude. You can save yourself some money because that's a $1,230 savings. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of cash. It's so, significant. Yeah. Yeah. So think about that. It's just, uh, it's really cool. And also, you know, if we were economists or business majors or anything, they would, this is like a whole year they would spend on the time value of money, these equations, because there's so much, you start getting into, you know, you start looking at rates of return. Are you beating inflation? It all starts here at the time value of money. So Time value of money, very important. It basically breaks down like this. The dollar today is worth more than a dollar tomorrow because yep. of inflation. So invest it today because the only way to keep that dollar worth more than the dollar of yesterday is to invest it into something that's going to beat the rate of inflation. Okay, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Nice I mean, yeah, put it. right? There you yeah. go. Yeah. Well, that's a nice... It's a nice weapon to have. It's just another, it's another, you know, fucking pocket knife in your belt of financial weapons. That's right. That's right. Are you ever going to use this equation, though? I don't see myself doing it, but <laughs> somebody else might. <laughs> yeah. I did. I, I maybe I shouldn't have done that. Maybe I should just not shown you this equation because it's a lot to take in. Maybe you just go, just go to a financial calculator online that's why they built them it's not hard you just pop in the numbers no. and you hit enter and it spits out the answer for you yeah i maybe would do that if i'm buying a car or something like that but it's not just a car it's also investing you can find out it's just a fun little calculator to play with it's like a you know compound interest calculator which we should do by the way we should talk compound interest let me write that down talk about that one that's the fucking yeah oh my god how fun is it to play with compound interest calculators? I don't even know. Is you don't? You've never done that? <laughs> can't, can't say I have, bud. 
You don't have like I a never question get any in of your my brain. You don't go, hey, I wonder how long it would take me to become a millionaire if I started pu punching in stuff. Oh, not specifically, no. No, you never. I've not? wondered. I've wondered how to be a millionaire. Or what would it be like? Never done the compound, the compound interest calculation. Oh, oh shit, dude! You'll know exactly how long it'll take you to get to a million dollars. It's fun. It's cool. It's like, all right, if I just get $250 a month at this percent interest rate for this number of years, I'll become a millionaire by 39. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. That's oh. it. It tells you. <laughs> You're like, all right, cool. Okay. This makes sense. Hell yeah. Then. Yeah. We'll do that. We'll do that coming up here uh, on a future episode. All right. There you go. Time value of money. Very important stuff. Let's get to the news that matters. Yes, this is the news that matters. Yes, this is the news that matters. Holy shit. Wow. Wow. All right. So, hey, <laughs> I got I to gotta get back to my news story here. I was. I was out here looking at compound interest calculators. Oh, don't um, cheat. Don't skip ahead, bro. No, no, no. Come on. Hang on. All right. Where the hell did it go? Here, okay, here we go. Uh, all right. So this this guy on Easter, he's with his two kids. Just being a dad, you know. You, you get it. You got two kids. Well, imagine you're out walking through New York City and you see a frozen yogurt shop. And you think, hey. That sounds good. Oh, wait, it's Easter. They're closed. Well, shit. God, I already told the kids we'd go get frozen yogurt. Well, this guy decides to break in. He just, I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to get these kids that frozen yogurt. So he breaks into the shop, walks in, grabs a few, this is a quote, a few handfuls of toppings, like, uh -oh. you know, the part where there's M&Ms and things like that. And that was it. He had his kids even holding a flashlight to help break in. Just, oh, my God. You know, a little family, little family experience. And so now he's on the run. They've got a perfect security camera image of him. So he's screwed. Yeah, but he broke into a yogurt shop and he sold the toppings. Like, he didn't even go get the yogurt. I don't even know if the yogurt was functioning that day. Uh, so this guy's just an all-time piece of shit, obviously. Yeah, you make your kid hold the flashlight. That's yeah, that's where it got really gross. <laughs> if you're gonna break in with your kids, like that's one thing. But now they're an accessory. Yeah. You ever go to those frozen frozen yogurt places? It's been a long time for me. Yeah, fuck those places. It's like, what are you Dude, doing? They're, they're good, but I pile up that. Shit's so high, and then you get to the counter, and they gotta weigh it, and they're like, "Uh, it's fifteen dollars." I'm like, "Oh, can I go put some back?" Yeah, that's what, dude. The whole thing is a scam, okay? And shout out to Greg Salerno, who will be on Five on Friday tomorrow, uh, Patreon exclusive. Um, but Greg Salerno always talks about he's got a bunch of jokes, but it, they they ask for a tip at the end, like you go and you did the work to pour in the yogurt. Into this like giant vat bowl, and you tip them. Like, what did you do? You did nothing. I filled the bowl. I got the toppings, and then 
you put it on the counter and then it's like you feel like the biggest loser. They're like, all right, fat ass, how much are we charging you today? It feels like <laughs> punishment. And so you go in it's there true. the second time and you realize, oh, hey, man, I know how much. So they're going to charge me if I get a lot. And then it's like, why am I here? I'm now self-conscious of how much I'm enjoying my dessert. Like it's you ruined the dessert experience. It's called dessert because I don't need it. <laughs> like I don't. I'm there because I'm being gluttonous. Why do you think I'm putting gummy bears on top of sugar ice cream? Like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? Now you're making me feel guilty by weighing it. Like. Oh, God, like I'm some kind of cow at the auction. It's so true. It's awful. It's an awful experience. It's very weird. The, there's, they're like cutting down on all the overhead. So I feel like I'm in the a cafeteria ice cream machine where I'm pulling the lever myself and I'm like filling up my ice cream cone. And at the end of it, they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, the ice cream is the most expensive thing. You're like, what the fuck, dude? It's supposed to be all you can eat buffet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. And then they give you the big, the big, huge containers. And it's just like a human instinct to fill it up. Yeah. I'm not going to fill it half. Like, oh, by the way, like a normal size would be to fill that a third of the way up. I'm like, well, that's fucking news to me. They knew that. I know. They give you like the, the hat of a bellhop. Like that's what it looks like. Yeah. Like a bellboy hat. You're like, God damn it. What, <laughs> why do I have this? Yeah. Movie like, theater popcorn. Yeah. You're, yeah. Like, you're like, they give you the, uh, uh, the hat from Aladdin. You're like, I want the hat from a boo. Like, this is too big. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude. Talk about wanting to kill somebody. That's, oh yeah. Yeah, you ever want to I hate frozen yogurt places. I am not a fan of that at all. By the way, this story screams divorce dad. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't say, but you're right. Yeah, he's definitely trying to. He promised the kids and he's like, fuck, I got to yeah. make it happen. I forgot about your birthday. I spend quality time with my money. I heard about the time value of money. <laughs> And uh, I forgot about my kid's birthday, so I got to make it up for him. Hey, uh, kids, I know I haven't seen you in a year, but uh, let's go get some froyo. Huh? Let's go up there and make some memories. So they go out, and it's closed, and the kid's are like, Typical dad, always messing up. No wonder mommy doesn't love you anymore. And he's like, I'll prove to you that I love you. And then he starts getting in his head. He starts thinking, fuck, man, these kids. Got... <sighs> God, Phil, you're such a fuck up. God damn it. Every time you're fucking always messing up in front of your children. And then he just, you know what? Fuck this shit. Those pineapple slices are mine. And he kicks open the door. Hold the flashlight, son. You're a boy scout, right? And he has them. Ah. I got my B&E badge. Right? And then they go in and they fill up all those <laughs> fucking Aladdin hats they call bowls. Wow, what a sad one-man play that was. Just, <laughs> and that was real. Scene. Right. And then the the dad 
as he's being escorted into the police car, they like duck his head down. He looks off the corner of his shoulder and he sees his son crying and he whispers, I love you, son. And then the son goes, I don't have a dad. Oh, that's the end of their relationship. That's it. And then, then he's got to go to prison, which would be worse. Uh, except for the fact that in his own brain, he's no longer a father to his children. And then he realizes his greatest mistake. And it wasn't being there for his children. Which kid. was? Not being there for his children. And he's wow. constantly reminded of that while he's walking around prison because he's surrounded by other young men that didn't have a father. Green light it. Let's make that movie happen. Oh. And said, what, what do we call it? Shit. I just a, a handful of M&Ms. That's kind of like <laughs> ambiguous enough, but it has to do with the, the story. <laughs> so then when it gets to that M&M. scene, yeah. Yeah. It gets to that scene and he scoops scoops the handful a few people in the theater will go, oh, okay. Uh, that's that's, what, that's Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. He grabs the handful of M&Ms, right? And he's like, this is for you, son. <laughs> and then the cops come. He's still holding it. And then as he's going into the police car, the son takes the ball and throws it in the trash. And he drops the handful of M&Ms on the ground. And he's yeah. staring at his hand, his palm inside prison. And he sees all the different colors all over the palm. <laughs> And those aren't just colors of sweet chocolatey goodness. No, those are colors of mistakes. That's what that is. Yeah. Yeah. Each one represents a failure. Yeah. And then when you go back and you watch the movie a second time, you realize the children and all of his mistakes are wearing neon fluorescent colors. And they're the same colors as the colors on his hands. Because they were just, they were building it subconsciously to that moment of, oh, this is a mistake. Oh, this is a mistake. You know what I mean? And uh, basically, uh, our cast is um, uh, Meryl Streep as the mother, who's very upset that her uh, past mistake of a husband was never around. And then um, the, uh, Jeff Goldblum is her new guy. They're not married yet, but she's dating. Jeff Goldblum is definitely the new, by the way, better father-like figure for him. I mean, yeah. for the kids, he- like. He's got his own medical practice. He's oh, a podiatrist. Yeah. <laughs> oh, quite a feat, if you know what I'm saying. This guy. <laughs> and then you have uh, playing the 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 uh, shitty dad is um. Is Keanu Reeves aged out of this role? I don't think. I don't think Keanu Reeves. Nobody would believe Keanu Reeves would be a shitty dad. I mean, he's just to take you out of the movie. You know, right? It's got to be. You know, the guy who has who plays Mayhem on the commercials. Who's that guy? For that guy? Yeah, I don't know that guy's name. But Mayhem. I just know that he's he's yeah, okay. the lead actor. Yeah. Okay. Exactly, and it's called Handful of M and M's. All white cast, huh, Sparks. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know what? If we had a uh, 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 not non-white person playing, then it would look like a stereotype that they go to prison for the smallest crimes. And I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to. Da- we don't want to dance on that stigma. Okay. Mm-mm, mm-mm. 
And the kids will just get like some Disney actors. I don't know. Somebody you've never heard of. You know what? The kids are adopted. There's our there's our ethnicity, our diversity okay. role. So the kids are adopted. And uh, that was another thing. Like he didn't feel like he should love them because they weren't technically his children. But then he realizes that love is love. And when he's in prison, that those are his kids. Yeah. You know, but it was because of his own impotency that he wasn't able to have kids of his own. So he always yeah. felt he always carried that burden. Yeah, it was his fault. Tr- troubled man. Uh, just a just a real sad story. A lot of crying. A lot of crying. And uh, Eminem's never signed off on it. So it's actually called a handful of colored candy. Because <laughs> licensing wise, you can't say Eminem's no, no. in the movie. Title. <laughs> All right, that's enough of our fake ass sad movie. Uh, that's it for the show. Thank you so much for watching. He's at Pike Taylor Radio. No coffee this morning. Zero coffee coursing through that golly so many yawns you follow him on all social media at bike taylor radio i'm at sparks radio on all social media give me a follow if you could check out the old patreon would you patreon.com slash sparks radio it's a good one because tomorrow's five on friday you ask five questions i'll put that uh up there on instagram my stories today if you got any questions lay it on us we get five of those things and then we answer it on the show greg salerno pops in so we'll be doing that tomorrow so make sure you look for that one and shout out to all the members of the patreon shout out to you member of the committee for so hitting subscribe leaving a rating a review over on apple Podcasts. love that and then of course if you can tell a friend that is huge if you want to be like yo dude time value of money pretty dope uh check out that equation over there and don't you know what don't even check out this equation just go type in time value money calculator. I'll put one in the link in the description of the uh, show notes and everything. So check it out there. All right. Okay. Shout out to uh, Stefano who's here. He says, thanks guys. Well, thanks Steph. Appreciate it, man. There you go. That's it. And uh, we'll see you later. Any last words there, Pike? Thank you, Stefano. So over motherfuckers. Now get out of here. <laughs>